Hello and welcome to this edition of The Psychology of Almost Everything. My name is Peter Thompson. And my name is Stuart Grant. And today we're going to look at uh, cryptic crosswords. Basically asking two questions. Why do them? And perhaps more importantly and more useful to our listeners, how to do them. So um, given that, I'd suggest you go and get a pen and paper. I've certainly got one here because Peter's going to be giving us a lot of cues to solve as we go along. Now, um, Peter is a, an avid fan of cryptic crosswords. In fact, he's such a fan, he's written a book about it um, called The Tricks They Play, and we'll talk about that more a bit later. But why don't you start with a why question, Peter, and tell us why you do cryptic crosswords. Thanks, Stuart. I think well, there are basically three reasons. Firstly, they're fun, and part of that, they're distracting. They take your mind off all the sad and bad news that you see on your screens every day. Uh, so they're a distraction, they're fun. Secondly, uh, they require a bit of effort. And there is some research, and we can invite another expert on at another episode to talk about this, but there's some evidence to suggest that the kind of, if you don't use your brain, you lose it. And that the effort of doing a crossword is good, almost exercise for your brain. It's like you know, physical exercise for the body, this is uh, exercise for the mind. And finally, and this, this is perhaps for me the biggest reason, is that they lead you down various paths that you might not otherwise have gone down. So that you know, if you're curious about the world and curious about things, you might learn a new word, you might learn about a new place, you might just learn something. And for me, that, that's good enough. As I said, it's fun. What about you? I mean, you do them? Uh, well, I, I try and do the Everyman crossword in the Observer every week. I must admit, I don't uh, devote as much time to this thing as you do. But I do like the mental challenge of it. And I wonder, in a way, I mean, crosswords and other type puzzles, I'm thinking of Wordle and how quickly that's sort of taken the public imagination and, and Sudoku. It does seem that people do like to do these things. They like, like the mental challenge of them. So I suppose that's, that's one reason. And I, I take your point about it leading you to places you wouldn't normally go. I'm, I've certainly had to look up uh, uh, words in the dictionary and come across words I've never heard of. I have to say, though, um, I can give it a couple of hours and then my frustration level just goes. Uh, <laughs> well, you're in good company. I have the same experience. I, I, you know, I struggle and I take my hat off when we have a friend, Tom Cornish, who does The Guardian every day and he gets it up most days and it I'm does, just not yeah. in that league. So all you listeners out there, if you're worried about these two guys talking about solving cryptocurrency, we struggle, right? right? We're going to do Absolutely. the everyman later today and I'm not sure we're going to get it up. Anyway, we're here for the fun. I'm going to start with a clue that, that I wrote. And so get your pens and papers ready and uh, we're going to use this clue to, to illustrate some of the basics. So the clue is this. And it's for seven letters, the answer. Some thug ran a dangerous Spanish city. I repeat, some thug ran a dangerous Spanish city. Seven letters. Okay, Stuart, come on. So I, I take it there's a, a capital S at the beginning. Correct. Capital S for, for, for some, yes. And, well, come on, give me a hand. What should I be looking for uh, initially? Okay, one, one of the first, uh, if you like, rules of crosswords is to try and work out uh, what the setter really wants to know. So, uh, and as a general rule of thumb, I mean 90% of the time, what the setter wants to know is at the beginning or at the end of the clue. So here the options are, do the, does the setter want to know something about some thug or you know, 
or is it some city? And on, yeah, you have to just take a punt, okay? Take a punt, Stuart. Okay, well, if I, I would, uh, I would think perhaps we were talking about maybe a Spanish city. I'm on the right lines. You are exactly on the right lines. Well done. Okay, so we've got Spanish li- city of seven letters. So if this was, a, say, a general knowledge crossword, the thing for me to do now would be to think of Spanish cities which had seven letters. But this is a cryptic crossword, so I'm sure there's something else in the clue that's going to help me get to the answer. Yep, spot on. Uh, and it's called an indicator. Imagine you're driving and you're thinking of going left to right. You indicate where you're going. Crossword setters use what we call indicators to give you a hint as to what type of clue it is. Right? And in this particular example, it's what's called a hidden word clue. Okay. So what you've got to look for, and the reason it's a hidden word clue is that word sum. And it tells you the clue is the answer is actually hiding in plain sight. So now I have a level, another look at what I gave you. Look at your notes and see if you can see a Spanish city there. So we're having so... In plain sight. It, it's in, So you're saying there's an indicator in the clue which says sum. So it means that su- some part of the clue is going to give me the answer. Correct. Yes. So, um, so this is a hidden... So there's a hidden word in there somewhere. Correct. Okay. So uh, let's have a little think. And we know it's a Spanish city. And we know it's a Spanish city because that's the definition of the clue. We know that the, 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 there's a word hidden within the clue. And we're looking for seven letters. And we're looking for seven letters. Let me have a little think. Oh, yes, I think I've got it. Yes, it's Granada, is it? Correct. Oh, good. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and this, this brings up the, the other point I was talking about. So... Granada, have you been there? No, I haven't. Okay. No, I'm we know afraid. it's in Spain. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I went there once, and there is the fabulous Alhambra Palace, oh, and I would wonderful. recommend you go there. So uh, we went, I think, from Alicante, we or no Malaga, Malaga, and drove up, and it is well worth a visit. Anyway, that's another story. I have been to the Alhambra Cinema in Kesel, <laughs> which is also well worth a visit. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, let's let's do another clue along okay. the same line. So now, for, for the, the point of view of the listeners, this is going to be another hidden word clue. And it's um, as follows. It's five letters. Nightclub in Oxford is cool. Okay, right. Based on what you've taught me so far, I'm looking for the definition, i.e. what the setter wants. What, yeah, what the setter wants. And you've told me that that's often at the beginning or always at the beginning or at the end of the clue. So in this case, the definition might be nightclub or it might be cool. And because I I wouldn't know this is a hidden word unless you had told me, but you have. So there must be an indicator in here uh, which tells me it's a hidden word. Um, and I suppose uh, the indicator here would be the word in. Yeah. For, the, for the purposes of the microphone, I have been nodding as Stuart has been talking. <laughs> yeah, Stuart's got it. Okay, yeah. so so, the, so 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 what I'm looking for is a word in Oxford is cool, I guess, or a word. Well, there's no words in nightclub I can see, so the word must be in the phrase Oxford is cool. 
So the definition is going to be nightclub. So it's got to be a word that means a nightclub. And that word is contained in Oxford is cool. And the word, I think, is disco. Correct. Oh, well done, Stuart. <laughs> OK, so I hope um, this is giving listeners some idea, A, of the fun you can have and B, how when you know there's an indicator and you look for an indicator, yeah, it, it makes it a whole lot easier because crossword setters set out to deceive you. That's why, as I said earlier, that the book is called The Tricks They Play. They set out to deceive you. So let's try another, again, hidden word uh, clue. This time only three letters and uh, it illustrates all the points we've been talking about so far, so we shouldn't take too long on it. Here we go. Feline, partly domesticated, and that's three letters, and there's a comma after feline. So feline, comma, partly domesticated. Okay, again, right, let's go through the principles quickly. The definition is going to be at the beginning of the end, so it's going to be a word that either means feline or domesticated. Uh, You've told me it's a hidden word clue, and so there must be an indicator there, and the indicator is presumably partly... Um, so it's going to be either partly feline or partly domesticated. I can't see a word in feline, but in domesticated, I can see the word cat, which of course is feline. So there we are. It's the answer is cat. Three letters. Good, and and that that also just illustrates that sometimes these hidden words are spread over two or three words. Sometimes they're embedded in a single word. So within domesticated, as you rightly pointed out, there's the word cat. So the kind of indicators for hidden words are some, partly, part of, in. That's what you need to look for. So whenever you see a clue that has those sort of words in, it's quite likely there's going to be a so-called hidden word clue. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Shall we we move on? Yes, please. Yes. What are we going to discuss next? Well, let's do... Anagrams, because anagrams uh, great. are pretty uh, common in crosswords. And again, uh, one of the things, by the way, general rule, always in crosswords, try and do the easier clues first, because when you get those letters in place, they help you with the more difficult clues, obviously. OK, so let's take another one. This clue is actually not mine. It's from The Times. And in a second, I will give you the exact number it comes from, which uh, it was The Times quick cryptic crossword. And the clue goes as follows. Uh, it's got your pens ready. Capital P, capital M, apostrophe S, corrupt payouts. So PM's corrupt payouts, seven letters. And Stuart, you know it's an anagram, so... Okay, so you've told me, you've told me it's an anagram. Um, and I know it's an anagram because you've told me. <laughs> but, but if I was looking at this, is there anything in the clue which suggests to me that, that it's an anagram? Quite so. The little indicator again is the word corrupt. Corrupt. So, so you have to corrupt those letters. Okay. So it's corrupting. So PM. Uh, again, am I looking for a definition at the beginning and the end? Yes. And I mean, if you just think aloud, I mean, what's the first thing most of us think of when we see PM's corrupt? Well, pr- Prime Minister. <laughs> we <Yeah>. think of. <laughs> And corruption and little yeah, brown paper bags yeah, and deals. Very topical, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Corrupt PMs. Yeah. So, so that, I, I'm looking, but just, but it might be a payout as well, mightn't it? Because um, that's at yes. the end of the clue. Yes. Um, and, but I know it's going to be an anagram. Uh, a corru- and it, obviously, if it's that many letters, it's not going to be. It's got, so it's got to be an anagram of the word payouts, am I right? Correct. And notice the payouts is seven letters and that the answer 
is, is seven, seven letters. letters. Yeah. So you're on to something. Okay. So it's something to do with the Prime Minister and payouts. Um, um, I'm getting a bit stuck here. Um, right. give, give, me a, give me a nudge. Give me a nudge. Okay. I can't... I right. can't. And, and this is the other great thing about crosswords. One has to sort of think flexibly, and that's what we talked about effort earlier on. Sure. When I say... If you were in a hospital and I had to say there's a PM... Oh, 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 okay, okay. Oh, how clever. <laughs> PM is post-mortem. Correct. Okay. So Correct. now I'm looking for a payouts that means post-mortem. Or well, an, an, yeah, an, an anagram. Sorry, an yeah, anagram yeah, of yeah, payouts yeah, that yeah, means... Give me, give me a moment, give me a okay. moment. Okay. Ah, autopsy. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart, you're, you're a great pupil. Okay, well, I hope, hope listeners are finding this as much fun as we're having here. Well, who says it's fun? But go yeah, on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, so PM's corrupt payouts turns out to be nothing to do with prime ministers whatsoever, a deliberate trick to mislead you into thinking about politicians and dodgy deals and so on. It turns out to be all about post-mortems. And it, it, it's a great example of an anagram with the indicator being corrupt. So whenever you see the word corrupt, or indeed word like doctor, so you have to use the doctor as a verb, Right, right. So you rather do than the noun, doctor the word, doctor yeah. the word yeah. or reforms, and that's an interesting indicator for an anagram because you literally reform the letters. So they're great fun. Uh, some people will take when they've worked out. Then let's take that example. They've worked out that the anagram is going to come from payouts. They would write a circle with P A Y O U T S, rather like a clock dial, and they would then see if that helps them see the sure the anagram as it were other people my my preferred method i write all the consonants on one side and the vowels on the other okay. you know on a piece of paper you, you know yep. you have your workings and, and you'll see in most cryptic puzzles in the newspapers they, they put a little space aside for you to do your workings yeah when i do my workings, it usually covers the entire back page and obliterates everything else <laughs> But, uh, well, we've all got our ways of working, haven't we? Come on, give me another anagram. Stuart, we're going to do five more. They all come from the Times uh, Quick Cryptic Puzzle, which is not a bad place to start if you're new to cryptic puzzles uh, because it's kind of more manageable than a lot of, a lot of other ones. Uh, let's go with Fortune Made Breaking the Law, and it's six letters, and this is uh, the Times 2021, puzzle number 2021. So again, I'm looking for indicators. I know it's an anagram because you've told me, as it were. Um, and the definition is going to be at the beginning or the end, as always. So it's the fortune or the law, presumably, or law. Just repeat the clue again <coughs> for the yes, okay. listeners. It's fortune made breaking the law. Now, I'm assuming, uh, six letters, I'm assuming uh, that... What's going to be broken up are the words the law. So breaking is the indicator. Yeah, it's going to be an anagram of the law and the definition is fortune. So I'm looking for a word made out of the law. Uh, another word made out of six letters of the law, which is, I suspect our listeners have got there before I have, wealth. Great. And, and notice how you don't take the clue literally because most of us don't make fortunes out of breaking the law. Uh, if anybody is making a fortune out of breaking the law... <laughs> we won't name names, no, okay. but we all know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's do another one. Uh, fury convulsed 
Reagan, R-E-G-A-N, five letters, I'll repeat it very quickly, Fury, capital F, U-R-Y, convulsed Reagan, five letters, and that's from puzzle number 2026. Okay, so now I, I'm guessing here uh, that we're convulsed is the indicator, so it's, it's going to be a word that's, that's shaken up, convulsed, or the letters are shaken up, Fury's only got four letters, so it's obviously going to be an anagram of Reagan. Uh, I'm thinking, yes, okay, yes, yeah, and it's a word that means fury. I suspect the listeners are there already. Anger. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And just out of interest, because I know you're a very keen amateur actor, um, you know, what, what was your first association when you saw the word Reagan, for example? Well, I'd, I went to King Lear, but I should imagine... Um, it, it's, lots of people have thought of dear old Ronald. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Notice how you're misled, right? If you take yeah. it concretely, and it's absolutely nothing to do with King Lear or with uh, Ronald. All right. Well, well, having said that, if if we've got any younger listeners, um, they probably wouldn't know who Ronald Reagan is anyway, right. ex US president, uh, a formerly a film star, <laughs> uh, who is a great raconteur. If you go to YouTube and look up uh, Ronald Reagan tells jokes you'll be in for a treat he does some <laughs> cracking jokes okay uh, let's try another one um, right again from the times drunken star dies in accident so that's from 2050 drunken star dies in accident now this is this is a bit this is quite unusual eight letters sorry I should so, have said yeah, eight, eight, eight letters now I'm taking it that the I'm looking for an indicator, yeah? Something that's going to suggest that um, it's an anagram. So I take it drunken is that... So I'm looking for word, the letters, again, are going to be jumbled up. They're going to be drunk, stumbling around and so on. And so it must be... I'm looking for eight letters. Oh, star... Yes, it's, so it's, it's star dies. You've got to make an anagram out of star dies. Correct, you found... That's exactly what you should okay. be doing. And yeah. it means it's going to mean accident. Uh, sorry, folks, I, I know you're waiting uh, for me to catch up. Oh, it's disaster. It's disaster. <laughs> I, my association, of course, following on from Reagan as a drunken star. You see, in my mind. <laughs> not that I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Um, let's do another one for all the psychologists out there. Am I sane, sadly? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Am I saying, comma, sadly, comma, forgetting things, seven letters? And uh, that's from uh, Times number 2045. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Because uh, am I saying could actually be an indicator almost, isn't it? Because it can mean mm. that the words mm. were, weren't in, it's, any, it's a good clue. In, in a sane order. It's a very good clue. But sadly, yeah, sadly is the indicator. Yeah, so it's, yeah, some, it's yeah. some letters yeah. which are sadly wrong. Yeah. And I were. think, exactly, because if you're not used to crosswords, I haven't done them, it wouldn't immediately no, occur absolutely. to you that sadly is an indicator. an indicator. And so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's am I sane? Is, they're the letters we're going to use. Forgetting things. Uh, yeah, okay, am I sane is amnesia. Yeah? Good, well done. Yeah, yeah. Last one, because, okay. you know, you've got the hang of it now, but just for fun, and I have something else to say about this clue as well. So the clue is uh, times number 2046. It goes as follows. Pa, that's P-A, can't, C-A-N apostrophe T, somehow, 
snooze for a while, six letters. Uh, somehow, so, somehow the letters have got to be rearranged to go together to... Ah, uh, uh, yes, okay, I've got it, I think. It's the letters we're using are from the words pa can't and snooze for a while, catnap, yeah? Correct, oh. and, and the reason I, I wanted to put that clue in is that, um, as you know, I do quite a lot of work with people who've had traumatic brain injuries and... Uh, there's quite a lot of evidence that taking a catnap is really good for you. And if you remember Paula Radcliffe, the yeah, yeah. runner, yeah, yeah. she used to, and, and other top athletes always rest in the afternoons, they take a catnap. So again, good for your brain health, apart from crosswords, it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've done um, hidden words and we've done some anagrams. I'm just gonna stop the anagram section with some thing from, uh, I think it's Stephen Fry, and I, I, I've never really seen the reference. But there was a time uh, in the 80s when the Secretary of State for Health was Virginia Bottomley. Oh, yes. And the Tories were in power at the time. It was under, when the, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> under the Thatcher government. And I think it was Stephen Fry used the words Virginia Bottomley as an anagram and came up with I'm an evil Tory bigot, which is <laughs> really unfair because, I mean, whatever one thinks about Virginia Bottomley, I don't think she was evil and I don't think she was bigoted, personally. But anyway, anyways, and, and the other one, of course, was not long after that, uh, and you would remember this, Stuart, 1997, there was a, a general election and uh, the New Labour, as it was called oh, then, absolutely. swept into power amid uh, great expectation and hope. Great and, optimism. And a lot of optimism, yeah, yeah. great. And um, uh, then some people got worried about uh, Tony Blair taking Labour in a particular direction that was away from its core roots and everything. And so Tony Blair MP anagram became I'm Tory Plan B. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you better check these things. I, I haven't looked them up for a while. I think, I think that's what it was. A memory's been unearthed while we're talking about anagrams. And we mentioned Ronald Reagan earlier. And you may remember that Ronald Reagan's vice president was called Spiro Agnew, and who had a rather nasty right-wing uh, kind of approach to life. Anyway, his <laughs> S-P-I-R-O-A-G-N-E-W uh, is an anagram of grow a penis. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK. So now we're going to move on to talking about... Um, what I call um, hiding at the beginning of the clue. Another word for that really is acrostics. Okay, now, so we've, we're on to another sort of clue now. We've had hidden words, we've had anagrams. We're now onto acrostics. Are you going to tell me, will uh, there be indicators for acrostics as there were in the other two types of clue? Yes, and absolutely the most obvious one is primarily. Right. Or initially. Okay. Or at the beginning. Oh, okay. Let's do a few examples yeah, and sure, see how we sure. go. Yeah, and let's take the first one. Yeah. So eat less, comma, digging in every Tuesday, comma, initially, four letters. It's from the Times again, number 2012. So I'll repeat it just for those of you uh, who yeah, are writing do. it. Eat, capital E, eat less, comma, digging in every Tuesday, comma, Initially. So you're telling me here that the indicator is the word initially. Correct. And I see that and I need to take the first letter of every word. So that's an E. No, sorry. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. The definition will be eat that's, less. That's yes. it. Ah, you have to ah, ask yourself what the definition no, is. Sorry, yes, it's not yeah. every word, is it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. So eat less will be the definition. So it's D-I-E-T. Oh, diet. There we go. Oh. Right. So we're going to do four more. Okay. Or five more, four or five more. They're all similar in uh, in that, that respect. Uh as, as you've done, Stuart, you've got to look not only for the indicator, also what does what, the setter want yeah, to know? What, what, what's the, yeah, definition? As the definition? As always, what's the definition? Okay, so couple starting to work out. Three, and that's from the Times 2013. Uh, so the indicator is obviously starting, isn't it? Correct. So it's going to be, oh, the, the first letter of to work out, T-W-O-2. Good. couple. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay. So, so th th this is the point, really. Sometimes, you know, you look at a crossword and it's overwhelming and you don't know where to begin. Absolutely. But often they're quite easy when you know what to look for. Sure. Okay. Um, here goes another one. Uh, seven letters this time. And this is a clue that breaks a lot of the rules. So uh, listen carefully. Oh, that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's seven letters and it's from Everyman. This is the... Uh, person who uh, writes for the observer every sunday great crossword would highly recommend it here we go where it's never desperately short of royals comma to start with seven letters oh, well, okay well clearly clearly the indicator is to start with isn't Correct. it so we're looking again at the starts of each word uh so that will be Let's start at the beginning. So it'd be W I N D S O R O Windsor. Yeah. Uh, Windsor, short of Royals, Windsor. It's okay. great watching you, Stuart, because you can start to see the <laughs> aha experience come over your face. And that reminds me of a great joke about, um, it's a rather unkind joke about some Americans who uh, were coming to visit the UK and they were touring around and they went up to Windsor Castle. And apparently one said to the other, great castle, great castle, but pity they built it so close to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really unfair. Excellent. Okay, Excellent. Um, how are we doing? That was about number three, wasn't it? Yeah, Let, let's, let's have another one, shall okay. we? Okay, um, falsehood, largely inaccurate, erroneous, first of all. So the commas come after falsely, largely inaccurate, comma, erroneous, comma, first of all, three letters, and that's from the Times 2078. Okay, well, I, I suspect, as always, that the listeners will be ahead of me here. First of all is the indicator, obviously. And so the definition is falsehood. And the first of all, the first letter of each word. Oh, yes, I got it. Yes. Largely L, inaccurate I, erroneous lie. L-I-E. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sitting here with my thumbs up. It, uh, Stuart, you're doing great. And let's just do one more. Okay. Um, and then we'll, we'll move on. Initially, very ill, comma, really unwell, dot, 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 suffering this, question mark, five letters. That's from the time 2116. I'll repeat it very quickly for those of you listening. Initially, very ill, comma, really unwell, dot, 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 suffering this, question mark, five letters. Okay, well, clearly the indicator is initially. Uh, so that would be... Let's take again. Oh, V I R U S. Oh, virus. Suffering this virus. Great. Yeah, got it. Great, great. These, these. If you don't mind me saying so, these seem 
once you've got the hang of them, slightly easier than what we've been looking at already. They are. Oh, am I right? Or no, what? you are. Yeah. And you are right. And that's why when I start, for example, every man has, has almost got a signature clue, which is the primary. Right. And you look primary and I fill that in. And it may be it a, a long, elaborate yeah. sentence which ends up saying Ethiopia or Somalia or something like right. that. It doesn't matter. Okay, so now we're going to move on to removing letters. Again, the best way to, to illustrate this is to give an example. So here's the clue for four letters, and this is from Everyman, uh, number 3500, and the clue goes as follows. Twitter comment, comment, comma, <laughs> Twitter comment, comma, short and excessively sentimental. So, so th there's a comma after comment, so it's Twitter comment, short and excessively sentimental, four letters. Now, you're going to have to talk me through this a bit. So instead of looking for primary letters, as it were, I'm, I'm removing letters. Correct. And give me an idea of what kind right. of indicator I should be looking Good. for. Then. Good question. And the indicator here is short. Okay. So that would mean you take a word and remove the final letter from it. Okay. What's a Twitter comment? Uh, that, oh, that would a Twitter comment is a tweet. Good. Take away the T. Oh, short, yeah, twee, which, and the definition is sentimental twee. Excessively, uh, excessively, excessively, yeah, yeah, okay, Sorry. sentimental, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so again. This is slightly more complicated. Slightly more complicated, but again, once you know what you're looking for, sure. it, it then looks dead easy. Let's just uh, give another one. Um, couple failing to start, broadcast, three letters, and that's from the Times 2033. So, I'm... Oh, I see. Yes, there's another step involved in this, really, isn't there? Where you've got to... It's not exactly a double definition, but you're looking for... A, it's a substitution. A, a substitution, yeah. a word for... Yes. Yes. So As we did, sorry, by the way, to interrupt you, but as we did with Twitter comment, yes. you had to substitute. You had to say, yeah. okay, what is a Twitter comment? It's a tweet. Okay. And here, you've, what what is a couple? Another word for a couple. Yes, okay. Another word for a couple is a, a, a two, a pair, a pair. Um, and... The definition will be broadcast. Mm -hmm. So if I take pair, P-A-I-R, and I fail to start it, fail to start the P, I get air, which means broadcast. Three-letter word means we'll just broadcast. Do, just, just do two or three more just to get, okay. to get the hang of it. Uh, possess, topless, robe, three letters, and that's from oh, well, Times the 206. Indi so. The indicator is obviously topless. Yep. And I'm looking for... Uh, a substitution for the word either possess or robe. Well, it's only three letters, so I. Oh, okay, yes, okay, I've got it. I think so. A robe, be a dress, no, a gown, a gown, and oh, yes, yeah. Oh God, it's easy when you know how, isn't it? <laughs> so a topless, a topless gown is O W N own possess. Yeah, got it. Uh, well, you're saying that. I mean, that, no, uh, no. With, this is the without point. help. I wouldn't it, have got that. Yeah, I, yeah. Or without knowing there had to be yeah. a substitution involved, I wouldn't. Have As got I said, that. I mean, we go back to the beginning. There is effort involved in this. Absolutely, there is effort. Yeah. Okay, wise man heading off for a long time. Four letters. That's from Everyman three nine two nine. So wise so the, man. The heading off is means I'm I'm going to take the first letter of something off, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, right. Let me just have a little think here. Um, well, wise men could be what professors. They could be. Um, Remember, it's well, only four. Oh, it's only four letters. Yes, yeah. I know. Uh, so, profs? No. Um, I, 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 I. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, sage. Yeah. 
A wise man is a sage. I take the first letter off, heading off, oh, for a long time, age. Yeah. You see, this, yeah. this, this illustrates another point. I got that clue a different way. Go on. I went for the definition, which I thought was a long time. I thought, what's another word for a long time? It's an age. And then I thought, ah, but a sage is a wise man, and what they've done is taken the ah, S away. Yeah, so, in other words, you can get at it from another angle. Yeah, sure. Uh, you did it the proper way. Um, well, I'm not sure there's a proper way. But, uh... <laughs> Let's do one more. Final. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, five letters. This is from the Times, 2051. Crime of member of the clergy, comma, beheaded. Five letters. I repeat it. Crime of member of the clergy, comma, beheaded. Now this is an interesting clue because obviously you could get down, go down a real rabbit hole. Think about all the crimes of the clergy that are in the news at the moment, couldn't you? Absolutely. It's got sex absolute, abuse is the first thing that yeah, comes to mind. It's got mind. absolutely bugger all to do with that. Pardon yeah. the pun. Um, <laughs> but, um, but the beheaded is the is the, the indicator. indicator, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for a, a word. So I'm thinking of a crime. Of member of the clergy, or oh, it's a crime. It's a crime, is it? It's not necessarily committed by a clergyman. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Vicar, vicar, uh, canon, um, chaplain, bishop, chaplain. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, member of the clergy, parson. If I behead parson, I get arson, i.e., the crime. Yeah. Right. Great. Okay, so let, let's sum up what we've done today. We've talked about, uh, first we talked about hidden words, hiding in plain sight, and we had that clue about Granada. And the indicators for that are things like some, part of, uh -huh. in. Yeah. Then we went to anagrams, and honestly there are hundreds of words that can be used to indicate an anagram, and that is challenging. Yes. But we, today we looked at things like corrupt, we looked at sadly, we looked at, we talked about reformed, you may remember. Then we went on to hiding at the beginning of the clue, in other words, acrostics, and they're quite easy to spot because usually it's... Well, they're easy to spot when you know what you're looking for. the indicator, when you know what you're looking for. And the indicate, yeah. exactly. And the indi they're not that many indicators, that's why. Right. So primarily is one which every man uses a lot. Initially, starting first of all, are other examples of the indicators and then we did the removing of letters so we took tweet and we made it twee by cutting off the end so that could be um, in particular when you cut off at the beginning it's either topless or heading off uh, beheaded those are the sort of indicators for that sometimes failing to start is another way yeah. um, blowing top or in tweet that was short wasn't it if I remember correctly it was is when you when you shorten the word by removing or docking like the last the last letter. Sometimes docking is used as well as an indicator. All right, so that that's a start. I mean, it's a real, I just hope that gives people some sort of introduction into crosswords, why they're fun, what they lead you to do, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yes, I, I, I'm sure this is, well, it's, it's certainly helped me. And when I go and attempt the Everyman crossword later, I'm going to try and bear some of this in mind. I know once you, I hope you've got it, with you, you gave told me a quote from um, oh, I forgot the name of the one, one foot uh, in the big, grave, one foot in the grave. That's it, Victor <gasps> Do you remember Melvin. that program? Yeah, Victor Melvin. Very funny, it was, it wasn't it? Very, very. Have you got funny. that quote with you? I've got well? that quote. That was um, so Victor Meldrew is exasperated, and the, 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 the quote, and it was written by David Renwick. I'm sorry, I don't seem to be able to do the crossword today. 
as I appear to be temporarily out of mind-bending drugs. <laughs> yeah, so well, that kind of sums it up. Fantastic. Th- okay. I have asked you, of course, that quote appears in, in your book, just to remind the listeners your, your book. Tell, tell the listeners the name of your book again. The book is called uh, The Tricks They Play and How We Fall for Them. And it's a great, it's a great way into cryptic crosswords. It's very, very easy to follow. We've been uh, taking extracts from the book today to make this podcast. I can recommend this book. It's, it's not yet published, by the way. Just <laughs> before you go, leave. Um, it, I hope to get it out uh, in about a year's time for nine. There's a quite a lot of editing to do, and we wanted to see the feedback from these podcasts. Really, yeah. Anyway, but it will. But it, believe me, it will come up, even if I have to publish it, and it's, it's going to be extremely helpful. Now we've got a little something for you just to end the podcast. We're going to each give you one of our favorite clues um peter you go first okay my clue is an anagram so if you want to get your pens out again or your pencils extramarital sex upset true lady and uh eight letters and of course uh the indicator for the anagram is upset and uh the definition is extramarital sex and if you take the letters from true and lady you will get adultery (laughs) <laughs> excellent excellent i'm not sure what what's where my clue fits into things and it's not my clue it actually comes from the great playwright joe orton and the uh the author of a biography rather written about orton and hallowell is the the answer to this clue but it's a four-letter clue and it's five Two, four, four. That's it's four five. word clue. Four, sorry, four word, word clue. clue. Sorry, four word clue. Sorry, four word clue. And it's uh, five letters, two letters, four letters, and four letters. And the clue is sexual aberration makes you listen. I'll just repeat that. Sexual aberration makes you listen. And the answer is prick up your ears. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, um, I hope you've enjoyed it. And I, I also hope that you've uh, learned something. I, I certainly have. Um, we will be doing another uh, one of these podcasts uh, about crosswords. Um, Peter, you've got something to say about that. Yeah, we're hoping at some point to uh, invite a leading neuropsychologist to come and comment on uh, what puzzles do or don't do for your brain. Uh, that would be really interesting and to, to give us the latest research. Uh, but at the moment, we don't have a name, but we're, we're looking for somebody. Yes, that's... Uh, and in the meantime, assume that puzzles do, do help your brain health and get stuck in. Thanks very much. We look forward to uh, broadcasting to you again. Uh, cheerio from me. And bye from me. <laughs>